0: People out in New York that I see that are doing great things like that, just pushing out what they're doing. And it's amazing. That's what inspires me, to be quite honest, to to keep pushing and doing what we do. Like we've had so many amazing covers and they're all just like out there. And I'm like, oh, shit, artsy needs to keep going so people could go back and read what we did with them and like, you know, see what we're doing now and like really feel inspired and feel like, okay, they could be like that too.
1: Shot and this is Wear Many Hats presented by Dasar, where we talk about your main gig, then we talk about your side hustle. Shanella Abraham is the editor in chief at Artsy Magazine. I first ran into her when I was working at the Canal Street Market, and she told me to come check out the Kid Super booth where designer Colm Doyne was selling a few pieces of his line there and had to check it out. As a kid with no money, I was like, Yeah, yeah, maybe, but having Shanella come up to me was a memorable moment that I will never forget. She was the glue that connected all of us. Artsy Magazine spills attention exclusively on emerging artists, designers, and creative self-starters. She has featured Friend of the Pod, Nayoko, over at Kabuki NY and Artsy Magazine's Shopify series. On the site, she interviews various artists, musicians, and brands, and a Morning Brew series for mental health and productivity. Artsy, art, rebel, trends, style, youth, Please welcome Sean L.A. Brown. What's good, family?
0: How are you? That's a great intro. Okay.
1: Let's go. Okay. (laughs)
0: I'm feeling that intro.
1: I mean, I'm out here. I'm out here. It feels like I just saw you yesterday.
0: I mean, it feels like it. Yeah, it feels like you just saw me yesterday for real. Um, It was good seeing you out here in L.A.,
1: it was. it was
0: amazing. Um, good to see you after not seeing you for such a long time. <laughs> <laughs> it was great.
1: I mean, to all our listeners out there, where are you based right now?
0: I'm in L.A. right now.
1: That's right. That's yeah. right.
0: West Side. <laughs> <laughs> Still yeah. love New York.
1: Okay. 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 That's what I like to hear. That's what I like to Still hear. Still love
0: New York. <laughs> New York is everything. Artsy was birthed in New York, so I'll never like not love New York. You know, LA is just a a place to try to increase artsy and like and everything else that I'm trying to do out here. But always will love New York, for sure.
1: I'll love. I'll love. What do you yeah. like about LA?
0: So there's a few things that I like about LA. Um I do like how chilled it is, of course. Um New York was always like heavy busy gave me a lot of anxiety out of nowhere randomly um i do not miss hearing those sirens that I'm yo oh
1: my god i was about to say i was about to say i was like yo perfect timing i actually like called them up to be like yo drive down this street at this time
0: I do not miss that, but yeah, LA, and of course I love LA's weather. I love the fact, I do miss like the little seasons in New York, I do miss like a nice layer in fall season. Um, I try to do it out here in LA, then I get really, really hot, then I get really, really cold at night. Um, But I do love like, you know, um, how a lot of like, from the people that I've met so far that have like, you know, embrace, what I do, what I, what artsy stands for, who I stand for, it was a little bit different from like, you know, trying to get that idea and get that message out in New York. Um, which it was like, it was good because it helped me, you know, really kind of like, you know, network and hustle and like get the mentality of like, not everyone's just gonna come up to you and like understand what you're doing, but having to go out and like, you know, really spread the message and, you know, let people know more about this brand that I'm building. So I do love that about New York, but LH has just like, you know, been a really calm and chill environment that really helped me also like, you know, my mental health space, um, from what I was feeling when I was in New York, I should say. Yeah.
1: I loved everything that you mentioned. Cause that's 100% true. Yeah. <laughs> that's why people yeah. like are bicoastal.
0: coastal Yeah. Yeah, I would love to be able to be bi-coastal. So I think once I get everything that I need to get done here in LA and how I'm able to situate myself, um, I will definitely do the bicoastal thing, thing um, for sure. But I mean, like New York wouldn't be a place that I want to spend longevity, like, you know, long times there. But I do love popping in and popping out type of vibe. You know, that's really
1: good. Which is what we're going to be doing forever. I mean, <laughs> I'll be coming out... Very soon, yeah. I do the thing like everyone of my creative friends do, like twice a year or maybe like in the winter time. I'll go yeah. to LA or yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. it's a it's a real vibe. It's it's the way to go. But I was sad that when I found out that you were here. I mean, Erica shows up to my door and she's like, "Yeah, I'm trying to like up oh, with Like she's out there. Yada yada yada. Let's do this and." <laughs> yeah yeah i was so happy i mean like the
0: thing about it is it's like i did something that i never do in artsy mm-hmm. which is like and i haven't done it for my own like personal reasons and like of course like as entrepreneurs we always have like different fears and one of my fears was like i don't want people to like you know um be like, you know, engulfed in who I am as a person and mm. not see the message that I'm trying to spread with the magazine. So like, I never post pictures of myself. I never like, kind of like, you know, put myself out there. And then like, you know, I was randomly like, just really like in a panic a bit. Right. And I was like, I need brands. And I was like, okay, I need to just post the photo and oh, get friends yeah. brands. Cause I didn't like, the thing about it is I said, like, I, I didn't want to just create like one of those, like create mode thingies where you just mm. write something i'm like i don't i want people to like actually like you know be like oh okay let me just like and i was so shocked at the responses and like you know um you are one of the people who responded and like from all of the responses i picked like certain people that i feel like would fit artsy's culture and what we do and like you know of course um i always keep certain people that in my mind as family in sense of business, so I was like, this is a family business type of vibe and community type of vibe, and I was like, well, definitely going to have Rashard, because I uh, know him, love what he's doing so far, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to do that, so it was really, like, a, it was out of my comfort zone to do that, and I did it, and like oh, I was like,
1: yeah. wow, and I was,
0: like, you know, really, like, you know, scared the entire time, but... <laughs> <laughs> But you know it had to happen, and I did it. So it was really good being able to see you, and like you know, being able to really get to know about more of what you're doing, and like you know where you're at right now. And I really, really love the fact that you know um, you're really excel in everything that you want to do. And like um, I was super proud and happy for you for your billboards. Like you know, that's just amazing. Oh,
1: thank you so much. Yeah. You were, you were one. Of the first that I showed our Desar commercial type billboards. yeah, and uh, I liked it, featuring Nayoko's flowers.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I like seeing that community base still like you know happening and like you know, um, you guys being able to kind of like come together and do what you do and that's something I liked it a lot. Yeah, and it all comes
1: full circle back. It to all you. comes
0: full circle. I love that.
1: <laughs> Great and- stuff. <laughs> I'm so glad that we were able to link up and shoot a few of the pieces Uh to the new Desar collection on your cover star, Brian Henry.
0: Yeah, well, he's not the cover star. Um, um, He has a pretty big feature, but he's not really the cover star. I haven't yet exposed Ruzo a cover girl. I am very excited to expose it, but I haven't as yet. Oh, um,
1: nice. I like, only that. Because, I like that.
0: Yeah, only because, like, usually, like, I tend to, like, I, I am, like, a thirst bucket mm-hmm. when it comes to ex- exposing things for artsy. I am always thirsty to be, like, okay, I'm going to put this out. And then, like, you know, my partners would be the group chat, like, no. No, you're not.
1: So <laughs> That's hilarious.
0: <laughs> so it's, it's kind of trippy a bit, right? Because, like, it's, like you start a company and you own the company and then you have your partners so you know, you mm. can't do this. No, mm. this is not gonna happen. But you have to listen to your partners, of course. Of course. Uh, yeah, we haven't released a cover girl as yet. Um, I'm pretty sure we're going to in the next week or so, just because I think her photo shoot is coming up. But at least you know it's a girl on the cover.
1: At least we know it's a girl. Even better, <laughs> even better. Take us men out. <laughs>
0: but there's a girl on the cover, so yeah. Um, but yeah, it was great having you. Um, part of that of Brian's shoot. Brian is an amazing, talented DJ. I mean, DJ for the obamas I mean, like, you know, has his own like behind block party that happens out here in LA, and they just started doing it out in like you know, I think they did Atlanta, DC. Um, and they're just kind of doing their whole little summer tour thingy, which I am so happy to see that they're doing because it's like an amazing, like, again, a community type of vibe. And I'm um, very happy to have him in the issue and, like, you know, being able to hear his story and what he does. And I think, you know, we did a great job, like, you know, putting him in some of your pieces. It was pretty dope.
1: It was so I dope. It was yeah, definitely a, a family affair right there. Mm-hmm. We are also in New York homies in town.
0: Yeah. 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 Everyone was just like, you know, it was just really, really good. I mean, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. Chloe came out.
1: Shout out to Chloe. Shout out to
0: Chloe for coming out. She, you know, amazing brand. Like, you know, um, so it was just good vibes.
1: Always good vibes. Always good vibes. Gave me a reason to also come downtown. I've mm. just been bopping around. You know Mm -hmm. that the billboards are out in Echo Park. Mm -hmm. It's it's so wild. Like I was talking to Christian today, we were like, "Yeah, we didn't go the route where more traffic per Mm se." You know, but like, who wants that? Melrose is like so weird. And then like Fairfax.
0: Yeah, Fairfax.
1: What is going on there?
0: I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what's going on in LA. Period. (laughs) As much as I do love the, seas- the, the, the great weather and all of that good stuff, I don't know what's going on in LA half of the times. Being uh-huh. that sometimes I'm like, are they trying to rebuild the city? Or are they trying, I have no idea. And of course I'm in downtown, no idea why. Um, no, I do have an idea why I'm in downtown. Everyone hated to come all the way to Beverly Hills. So downtown,
1: <laughs> either way to <it'd>
0: be. <laughs> No one wanted to come to Beverly Hills. It was like a loner's island out there.
1: It really is.
0: Yeah, and now I'm in downtown, and it's Mm -hmm. almost like, whoa, what's going on out here?" But it's all good. It's all fun.
1: (laughs) It really is. I mean, all the billboards that you see Mm -hmm. are either Fashion Nova or Plastic Surgery. Dude, for real. It's so crazy.
0: For real. It's like that or like you know Netflix shows <laughs>
1: <laughs> basically
0: you know when I'm like when I'm like taking like you know a drive down or I'm like you know looking through there's like a whole strip that's like all Netflix shows and I'm like okay I guess I'll watch this <laughs>
1: you can not escape it'
0: out want to watch a Netflix lately it's through those billboards you know but mm-hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was good that you guys were able to get a really good billboard. I mean, in Echo Park, Echo Park is all about the artists and, like, the whole community vibe thing. And, like, you know, so it's really good that, you know, you guys placed yourself there, you know.
1: And I'm glad that you said that because now Christian's going to listen to this and be like, oh, yeah, it was a great Yeah, no,
0: I mean, Echo Park, Silver Lake, it's all the, like, you know, hip, people, artistic people, the artsy people, if I should say, um, that's where they are. So it's like, you know, your brand and that billboard will really resonate with them. So that's good, you know, that's what you want.
1: Everything that you're saying, (laughs) wonderful. I know that you were with Kid Super and honestly... You you're like an amazing brand ambassador, brand strategist. You just like As all Colin the... likes
0: to say, I'm a great <sighs> cheerleader.
1: <laughs> you really oh my God, it's phenomenal. I mean I am
0: you... I am a cheerleader and I you know, I'm honestly a cheerleader for brands that I believe in. And I I mean people that I believe in. I mean like I created Artsy, I started Artsy because a lot of the people that I saw, I believed in their vision and what they wanted to do. And you know, unfortunately, um bigger publications, they don't really like, you know, give these brands or these people their, their light at such like, you know, at a small stage and they don't get to really tell that story at that small stage. So it's like, and I know everybody wants to be in a high piece, be in this. And I mean, that's great. That's fantastic because we know what they could do for your brand and how they could like, you know, really kind of parachute your brand and like, you know, get the right people And what not to be in your brand, but for artsy's sake, you know, we are just like here to tell the stories and document these people's lives before they get to that stage. And Mm -hmm. I think so far, not to toot my own horn, but we have done a great job in that because, you know, a lot of people that we have had in our covers or we have featured, no one knew about them you know what they were doing and it's such a great thing sometimes when I go back to old issues um, just to like get some inspiration or just to like kind of like you know um, get my mind together I am like wow like you know my team and I did that you know and it's like really important for us to like you know really sometimes just sit back and see the things that we did and some of the people we had on our covers I mean damn you know, half of them, I can't even get in contact with them now because that's how big they are. What? You know?
1: That's insane.
0: You know, that's how, you know, and that's something that I pride myself in when I tell people about Artsy, it's mm-hmm. like, if you look back at all of our covers, I mean, we had we had 24 issues, about 32 covers. Um, Every single person on that cover is amazing right now. Every single one of them and the features. like you know again not to toot my own horn but it's like we caught them at such great you know um timing and for me it's like I just like you know what I used to do is like I would just go and sit and have a coffee with like you know some some of these features before featuring them you know like just to like see what they're about and then I'm like yep that's someone I wanted to issue. Yep, that's what we're gonna do. So that's also what I missed about New York: being able to just run to a coffee shop and grab a coffee with someone, and like can you know, really have that real interaction with the person, mm-hmm. um, and then being able to tell their story in the ways that you know they're we're able to tell their stories. Like you know, so um, yeah, I am a great cheerleader in that sense. <laughs>
1: artsy has been so it's it's not the little engine anymore i mean who i work with and one of close friends brett gray who's a netflix star on All my blog mm-hmm. he tells he talks to me all the time he's like yo shout out to you like yo you, like you've been featuring an artsy Mag." i was like i know this guy all the time and i was like damn dude i posted
0: the picture with us and then like you know he well, he follows Artsy, which I was like fangirling. I don't yeah. give a shit. I fangirl over things like that because shit, I watch the fucking show. Like I am like religiously into the show. Yes. And no funny shit. Like he's one of my favorite characters in the show. And like seeing him follow um, Artsy, I was like, whoa. And then I was like, okay, I see why he followed. Because then I posted a picture of um of you, I, and Chloe and like, he was like, oh, Rashad. And I was like, oh, okay. So this is the connection onto why it happened. And like, you know, that's just amazing. And like, you know, it's good to see that some people are able to just kind of like know who we are. Um, sometimes I'm like, you know, I talk my shit sometimes and I'm like, people don't give us the credit we deserve. But then it's like, um, we know what we did and we know what we're doing so it's like do you really deserve that like do you really want that credit in that way i just think that our work speaks for itself really
1: no it really does and i would rather be on rt than hypebeast i mean not to say hypebeast listening we don't want to be on there but like the comment section is crazy i wouldn't even look at that one i'd be like they'd be going off they'd be like what fun is this i'd be like right. go back to school right. like imagine me just like answering all of their comments and they're like feeding yeah. yeah. <laughs> like ridiculous yeah. ridiculous but ridiculous, with yeah. artsy no nah, it's all it's a family affair you know it's like, yeah. like you know it's very personable you know like we're out here Pouring our hearts to you. Like when I was yeah. talking to Christian, when we were doing the interview with you guys, like he was like, Wow, I'm doing this press run where I this is the first time I'm being very vulnerable and just like letting it all out. We've done interviews in the past with all of our good friends, but we read them back and we're like, damn, I said that.
0: Yeah. What? So I, that's also that's also one of the reasons why I always like every time I do an interview with anyone, I always before I go deep diving into like, you know, my editing process and whatnot. I always bring the feature, the creative into the document because I want them to know what they said. Because sometimes people get so comfortable mm-hmm. and like, you know, this these are conversation pieces, you know, these are like, I'm sitting and just having a chat with certain people, people that I personally know. So like, they talk to me, like we're having like, you know, a conversation without no re- recording, you know? Mm-hmm. like. And sometimes I have to be like, okay, you need to see what you said if you want to take it off, you want to oh, edit yeah. it, do it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that means. Uh, exactly. But I don't I I don't even know what how like the psychological aspects of like when you do an interview with someone, you turn you try to like switch gears. And yeah. the, the gear is like you wanna get you wanna be like, all right. I'm in my bag, or like, what am I going through right now? You know, at this moment, and I just need to like speak my truth, or like, do I talk about how I get my bag, or like, do I be honest, or like, (laughs) what like has gone down the line? I mean, to be honest with you, when I got back from LA after seeing you guys and doing the shoot, we were also featured in my friend's magazine and like I opened up the first sentence Rashad Rassam started to star in 2012 and I was like damn I was 21 that's such a long time ago yeah I, who would have thought yeah I guess like time flies so
0: time flies
1: Artie, you guys time been flies. killing it like yeah down you guys been putting out issues left and yeah enough. I mean
0: there was one point we put out an issue every month insane like we had so many like people that you know and for me it's like i am not an extrovert (laughs) but when i do get around people that i i am very interested in and like you know want to have a chat with Mm -hmm. i am very like open in like in transparency and like when i do interviews i want people to feel that transparency so that they're able to to be transparent like, mm. it's, it's cool and all to talk about how you get your bag and all yeah. that stuff, creating this, creating every issue. is not about, you have people who are wondering how to get the bag. Not They don't want to hear about how you're getting your bag mm. at that moment, you know, and mm. I think That's really one of the reasons why, like, I ended up creating a publication also. It's just a simple fact that, like, I love reading magazines. Like, I am a huge reader. I love, like, I would get lost in magazines. I mean, I was, like, in school studying to be a doctor and to do pre-med. And, like, I would go to Barnes & Noble to study. And I would have, like, over 20-plus magazines around me and nothing about what I need to do. No. <laughs> you know, and nothing that I need to get done for what, I, what I'm what i studying at school. Um, and in every issue, I'm like, okay, damn, they're just talking about like, you know, Kanye or, or all of these like, you know, bigger celebrities. And I'm like, I'm not learning anything. I'm just seeing how rich you are. Yeah. Like, and like, you know, I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to get the clothes you got. Like, you know, like, but it's like, where are the real stories? Like, you know, where are the stories for, the people who are like at a Barnes and Nobles or at any other bookstore that's just sitting there reading a magazine and trying to like get some info on how to start a brand or what it takes to start a brand or, you know, um, whatever the case may be. And like for that reason only, it's like I needed to start a publication where I could tell real stories. Exactly. You know, and then you could see, follow their process and them having the bag. Then yeah. I'm not interested really to talk to you anymore about. Oh yeah. And then we're moving on.
1: Then we're moving on. You know, like yeah. I, you know,
0: go the to story GQ. that gave is, is great. Good enough. Now you could go to Hypebeast and you could go to all these other, you know, um, publications and talk about you being filthy rich or being like you know whatever the case may be that's really important to tell those stories and like i always say like we're documenting we're documenters, documenting like you know people's life Mm -hmm. just so that other people could pick up our magazines and read it and just get inspired and feel inspired that's about it to be
1: quite honest it's been getting lots of traction from me and my team and And everyone in New York just, like, getting really, really inspired left and right. Yeah. It's incredible. It's wonderful. I remember when you were also, when you were at Kid Super, and he was just, like, Cole was, like, right there and then. it's it's just so crazy that, like, all the homies, like, Cole and, you know, take a day trip, just, like, full force, like, out of nowhere, just, like, it's insane right now.
0: I mean, the thing about it is, it's like Colum and I, like, you know, I met Colum, shit, I met Column like 2014, mm-hmm. 2013. I met him a minute ago, but, but we were both kind of like starting our, our businesses around the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was on the cover, I think of over was second or third issue. And the minute I met him and the minute that we were having conversations, I was like, okay, this is someone that I want to, you know, not only kind of help create a company or like, you know, in the, in the case, be a cheerleader type of vibe because I saw his drive, I saw his determination as an artist um, and what he wanted to do. And I was like, okay, I really, really love this guy and what he's about. And of course we gave him the cover Um, And I can't remember his cover. I think it was Prince of COVID or something. It's Prince of New York, something pretty cool. And just to see his growth and what he's been doing with Kid Super, I mean, the guy is like, the brand is now, you know, up for an LVMH prize. Like, what? Come on, you're that great in what you're doing and people have fallen in love with who you are and the clothes that you're making. And it's like, I will never stop supporting him and in, in whatever he wants to do and like even when we have a little conversations and a back and forth it's like yeah I'm here for you I'm here to ride with you like you know we don't have to talk every day but when we do talk um we're here to get you going like you know in whatever ways that I'm possibly capable of helping him I call him superstar now so <laughs>
1: Kid superstar. <laughs> Whatever
0: I send a text, I'm like, "Hey, superstar," <laughs> you know. But wow. um he's also still very down to earth and still very, like, very. you know, cool. Um And that's 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 someone I treasure. I, it's not a lot of people that like, you know, I am very like I will go to bat for and like I will go to bat for him. I treasure him and what he does.
1: That's wild. It's it's a- yeah. It's it's amazing and it's it's either going to be Christopher John Rogers or him that takes the LVMH Prize. Calling it right, yeah.
0: Now. I, well, you know, again, I'm the biggest cheerleader. So every time I talk to him, I'm like, you're gonna get this, like, <laughs> like you know, I was like, bring this prize home, baby. Like we're gonna, we yeah, we were. It's going to be. I really think that you know. Um, And then looking at the judges, I'm like, all of the judges, I could see them wearing Kids Supers. Yeah. (laughs) You know, having it in their stores, like it's, I could see it. So, um, I'm very, I cross his fingers that he is going to get it. Um, and the brand deserves it. You know, the brand deserves it. It's, it's a lot that people don't see behind the scenes Mm -mm. that I think if they were to see a lot more, they would be like, whoa. This is a, a company that's being ran by a few people, but it's like a well-oiled machine. Like it's like bang, bang, bang. Like releasing things. This is a guy that don't sleep. We could be talking at any freaking time of the day or the night. Like it's like okay,
1: shit. <laughs> here we go. Here <laughs> you know, so go.
0: you know, it's amazing to see that, and it's, it's a lot of other brands out in New York and people out in New York that I see that are doing great things like that. Just pushing out what they're doing and it's amazing that's what inspires me to be quite honest to to keep pushing and doing what we do like we've had so many amazing covers and they're all just like out there and i'm like ah shit artsy needs to keep going so people could go back and read what we did with them and like you know see what we're doing now and like really feel inspired and feel like okay they could be like that too
1: oh of course 100 percent yeah, you have a great eye for brands too. Speaking of all this brand, I, talk. Do. I mean, you even knew the shoes I was wearing when I came to the yes. show.
0: Yes, yes, because I am, I am, I am a fashion slut. <laughs> 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 like I will, I, and the thing about it is, I love going after brands that no one would really know about, mm-hmm. and then like I would just like be at. Yeah, all when they're just like blowing up because I'm like, yeah, I discovered you first to be quite honest. <laughs> you know, like I, I did that. But then it's great to see that there, you know, people are, are catching on and people are, are looking at what's being done. But yeah, I love fashion. I love new brands. I, I really, I can't tell you the last time I actually went shopping and bought like an old brand. I love wearing my friend's things. I love supporting them. I love when I put an outfit together and I go out and someone's like, "Oh, what brand is this?" It brings a difference because it's like everyone is wearing the same things.
1: Everyone's wearing the same things and you're trying to keep true to yourself and nobody yeah. wants to wear your OBEY.
0: <laughs> no one like, you know, no one is like it's like you go to a party and like, you know, everyone is in the in there and they're all wearing the same things. I'm like, "Y'all y'all like being twins?" Like, is this a thing? Like, you know, but for me, it's like, I just love supporting new brands. Like, it's just a thing, like, shit. If I, like, if I could be dripped out all the time and all of my favorite brands, and they're all, you know, my friends or people who are coming up in the industry, I'll wear it. I, I kind of made an oath to myself like three years ago that I'm going to only wear and support my friends' brands. And I've been wow. doing it pretty well. <laughs>
1: that's amazing right <laughs> you know? there and then
0: yeah you got you have to you, you know? have to you just don't know who you're gonna see and like where you're gonna be at that moment and someone's gonna be like oh what are you wearing sometimes i wear some old kid super things and people are like oh what is that and it's like yep that's kid super that's that's old shit yeah that's you know, og
1: like,
0: you know like even Colin one day we were on facetime and he was like Damn, that hat. It was like one of his first hats he created. And like just wearing it. And he he was just like, I need a picture of that hat. It's cool to just support your friends in that way. From the bottom up. Yeah. From the bottom up. It's
1: crazy that LVMH is just like also calling them a new brand. They've just been around. Yeah. I mean, but
0: that's the thing. Like these companies, they don't really know much about what's... Their heirs are not to the streets. Their Mm. heirs are to... The publications like a hype beast, like like a Vogue, like a, um, high snobiety and complex and all sorts of stuff. And I have no problem with these publications. I mean, shit, I still read their, pub- their publications. I still go in there, but now when I go and I look at their publications, I'm like, yeah, featured that brand already. Yep. Yeah, knew about them, mm-hmm. but to you guys, it's new and that's cool because these brands need that type of like press. No no but yeah (laughs) no but yeah i mean the thing about it is it's like like publications like that they have like you know cemented their name and their logo and who they are in the the streetwear and um fashion world so it's like you get featured in a vogue magazine which again a lot of majority of like you know designers and like models or whatever, like just self-creatives as a whole, they want to like get into these publications because they know what these publications could do for their careers. Like, you know, um, they don't care if they're even on the side, like story. It's like that to them is huge because of the the foundation that this publication has like placed them. So, I mean, they've been around for years. It's like, that's the thing. Like, like I want to- Placed be- one way
1: exactly and you get placed in like one thing and then you, your brand just escalates so fast exactly you're yeah. like yeah. if if someone was like placing anything on any celebrity it's just you're overnight your brand yeah. just like gets huge
0: and some brands are not able to really sustain that because some brands well, not have at all ability they're just really like they want to get into this publication and that's also where like for for artsy where you know me as an editor-in-chief which is me as like the owner of the brand it's like i want to look at if this brand is going to be a sustainable brand or this Mm. person's going to be you know someone that's going to keep going i'm not going to feature your product because at this current moment you have a hype having hype and having sustainability is two different things you know in some brands it's like that supply and demand kicks their asses Mm. (laughs) it's insane it goes on one celebrity and now you have all these people asking for something and then you don't have the creative bandwidth to create more because you're not really a creative or you're just someone who happened to put a good t-shirt together one day and that's about it.
1: You know, yeah. But, and you got to just keep creating and creating and yeah. creating the wheel. And, and then now stops. you no longer
0: love what you do.
1: Exactly. There's yeah. so many brands like that.
0: Yeah. So Tons. many brands that die out because like, you know, um, they, they, they lost that love for what they do. And like, you know, brands like a Kid Super or, or like an Ev Bravado, mm-hmm. like, you know, they are designers at heart. They, they love designing. They love putting things together so they could bang out collections back to back to back and not get tired, you know, because they're creatives. So that's the
1: difference so now how do you find all these new brands when you're out in la oh well besides the fact that you reached out via the questions on on stories is it because all right when i'm in la to be honest with you it's like the new show the hype i don't know if you've seen that oh yeah it's exactly like the hype it's like everyone is trying to make it in some way shape or form and like everyone's calling their thing streetwear and it's weird because i always ask this question is streetwear dying or streetwear dead we don't even call ourselves a streetwear brand anymore we used to be now we're just a whatever wear brand Mm -hmm. and it's it's wild because now like you know it's completely like turning it's a weird turn when there's like a show about it
0: Yeah, I mean, streetwear has transitioned. I think think people are trying to hold on to the idea of what streetwear was because it sounds good. You know, when you think of brands like Stussy or like Supreme or like all of these like other actual streetwear brands that came about, they came about with a message and they came about with something that they wanted to do for the skater community at that moment, you know, um or just music skated everything that came into that presence. It's not and like that anymore though. It's not like that anymore because there's no real story anymore.
1: No. No. So
0: that's the thing. That's a transition that we're made. It's an, it's transitioning to something that there's no real story. It's just everyone with the same well, I'm just hustling story, but it's like where's that what? right now?
1: It's so insane. Like Yeah. Yeah, I just want my baby to know that I'm doing something. I'm like, yeah. what? Like, yeah. what? Like I don't want my my child to think that like I'm a debbie or like I want my family to know that like I can do this without college. I was like, wait, you got to be kidding me. Like Mom? like how is that the story? The story should be like different where there's like other brands that have also taken a weird turn as well that like, are all about sustainability and wellness, but it's like, you don't really know too much about them. They like to be very secretive, which is like, fine. To be honest with you, I didn't know who artsy was. Mm -hmm. And I love, I love the anonymity of everything. I tried, like I also did that as well, like growing up, like with the brand, like I always wanted to be very, very quiet. But then s- sometimes you just need to like not put yourself out there, but like give a little bit of your like. Oh, it's
0: very important. Yeah, I mean, friends like, to know
1: who exactly is behind.
0: Yeah, the, and honestly, again, this is the, this is why again it's so when the saying would say that sometimes we help we hold ourselves back. That's one of my flaws, I believe, in creating artsy, it's the fact that I was so headstrong on like not trying to put myself out there or not trying to have people know who I am and whatnot. And it's like, okay, that's bullshit. You know, the, when you think about it, because like it's just like when you're going towards like, you know, trying to get investments for your company. It's like investors don't really invest in your company, they invest in you. So it's like, you know, you 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 could try your best to like, you know, not be seen and not be heard and whatever the case may be, but it's really going to like damage your brand more than it would 100%, help you. 100 percent Especially in this day and age. Like, you know, a lot of people were able to do it back then, but having a face to a brand that could tell a story, it's like, you know, it's important. I mean, if you were to ask me to be on your podcast four years ago, I'd have probably said no. <laughs> I would have probably been like, uh, no, because I don't want people to know about me, but it's like, okay, how are they going to really fall in love with your brand?
1: Exactly. Know
0: about you. Exactly. You know? So it's like, it's something that I am getting, like I am changing about myself and like how I do things and like, yeah. And it's also about your mental, you know, your mental health too, because I, I could, I really can't say that at that point where I didn't want people to know about me or or be like, you know, whatever. Like, I wasn't in the right space mentally. I wasn't secure with myself in the way that I am secure myself right now. And again, like, you know, I'm thinking about everything. I'm like, okay, what if someone is in the comment section? Like, oh, why is this girl blah, blah, blah. All of these things in my head. And it's like, now I just don't give a shit, to be quite honest. (laughs) Now I just don't care, you know?
1: Now you're just like we'll put our names out there, you gotta yeah. know.
0: Yeah, and now I'm surprised at the, the effect of like people seeing who I am or like, you know, what I mean, I just started my own personal Instagram. Like, probably it's about a year now since I started it and I just actually being like very active on there because I was so against starting my own personal Instagram. I was so against all of these things. And it's like, I have to also understand that I have a story to tell as well.
1: The Finsta is on main.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like, you know, so I just, I'm just like, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to, I didn't even know what a Finsta was until like randomly, (laughs) I was on a date. Someone said to me like, oh, your Instagram looked like the Finsta. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, what is that?
1: No way.
0: And they were like, um, because you only have like 60 something followers. And I'm like, well, I don't know what that is, but um, it's real. It's really me. And the 60 something followers are people who know me near and dear. It's
1: not the bots.
0: I didn't know what the fuck a Finsta was.
1: <laughs> wow. Wow. Where, so that was you. <laughs> where did you meet this date? Uh,
0: so, <laughs> so we were, um, so my, my really good friend, Laura and I, it was a pandemic okay and we were bored first of all you know i was supposed to be meeting anyone during the pandemic but it was like a later on time of the pandemic and I sure i got up a relationship and i was like well you know i'm ready to be you know for the streets or whatever <laughs> <laughs> and laura was like you should get on hinge i was like okay i'll get on hinge and we went we both started a to hinge together and it was a little thing you know to have a hinge and like you know i was on hinge and i was just meeting people dating people also the dating scene in la is trash
1: it's so bad it's so 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 bad
0: because you don't even know what people want anymore you know like you don't know if they just want to see what you're about and like you know just trying to get you know
1: all they want to do is content create yeah
0: yeah and like you know and i don't I'm all about that too. Like, you know, I'm down to helping content creating, but shit, I want to date also. Like, you know, <laughs> but, you know, I, I met like, you know, a few people on Hinge. I had to delete that app. It was not really, it was just, it was not working out. But that person I dated for a minute on Hinge. Yeah. Was like, Oh yeah. Your, fin- your Instagram is a finster. I said, okay.
1: You're like, I'm out
0: you know, I wasn't out though, but <laughs> uh,
1: let's go. I wasn't let's out, go. but
0: that was like, you know, because at the end of the day, it was just really like, well, I also didn't know what a Finster was. So I literally mm. went, I went back and I was like, Laura, what is a Finster? And she's like, oh, it's kind of like, you know, fake Instagram. I'm like, what? Okay. It's all my pictures. Like you saw me in person. You see my, how is it? Like? I don't oh, know.
1: How is it? That's all real. And it's like,
0: okay, okay, so people just expect you to have, like, thousands of followers, like, off the bat? Like, bro, I only started this shit, like, a few months ago. Like, no one even knows me, so, like, what am I supposed to do? Like,
1: I don't even know how getting a lot of followers even works. Like, I have, like, all these celebs and famous people story my shit, and I don't get any love, so it's, like, really funny. I'm just, like, stuck to the, the wall. I love it, though. They're all real. But they're all real. Like, they're all real. They're all real.
0: I'm down for that anyways. Like, I honestly, the following thing on Instagram, like, I it hasn't, like, really been, like, a thing for me. Like, I don't care. I think a lot of people care about it, but I personally don't care about it. Like, no. I think it's important when you're trying to get brands to, like, you know, recognize you. And, like, you know, for me, it's like, I don't care. Like, look at my work. Look at what I've done. Like, you know, and then you could make a decision off of that and not make a decision off of, like, not having a lot of followers. Like, I think that needs to go away. I think Instagram needs to hide followers at this point.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hide the likes, hide I the followers. Like hide the
0: followers. Help people contain if they want their comments on and off, sure. But like hide the likes, hide the followers and like let's see who's really content creators out there. Exactly. Yeah, let's see who's really working, you know, like no
1: YouTube houses, no TikTok houses.
0: Yeah, like you know, let's 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 try this out for a year and see what's going to happen. You know.
1: Exactly. It's all cringe now
0: it's so cringe. Like, it's like, what, what the hell? Like the minute you talk to a brand, they're like, Oh yeah. So how many followers you got? Oh my God, guy. All right. Do you want to look at my, do you want to look at my, um, my media kit though? Like,
1: yeah, exactly.
0: My followers don't make no sense.
1: No, no, not at all. Not at all.
0: My impressions may look fake, but they're real because my following is like, shitty and then my impressions are like not shitty so it's like what do you want to do let's figure it out but you know it is what it is this is the world we're living in and some way somehow we have to try to work our way around
1: yeah it's in every meeting that you're in they always want to talk about it can't escape it but you accept it but you you got to go yeah yeah
0: so i don't know um but it's been a it's been a it's been a ride i mean i i I just like, and also it's like, I don't feel like posting content. That's not worthy. No. If I don't have anything worthy to post, I'm not posting. I don't care if we lose followers. Like I'm not posting, like you want to see quality content, you know? So that's just my thing on doing that and my thing with the Instagram world. And yeah, you know, my date said I had a Finsta. I was like, all right. That's
1: funny. (laughs) That's hilarious. I also treasure the fact that you know even though you guys are indie you guys also get your bag with shopify that's like just working with you partnering with you but it's a thing that makes sense only because of the fact that yo everyone uses shopify everyone uses squarespace yeah like it's it makes sense and they want to work with indie yeah yeah amazing.
0: and even when shopify reached out to us first i thought it was fake i said this is probably a fake account and then like you know they followed us and then they were like in our know, dms and then they were like you know, in emails i was like ah oh, shit this is real um but the message behind our little partnership that we did with them was very necessary and needed yeah. you know for you know, to show that regular people are using Shopify and they're 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 working on um everything they need to do with Shopify. I think every e com company or, you know, every business that, you know, is working uses Shopify as their, you know well majority I should say, uses Shopify as their, their, their place, you know, and I think I think that was a very important partnership and it was so near and dear to me because I I use Shopify. I mean, I remember even like with Kids Super on our first trade show, like Shopify came up to us so they would had a booth right next to, to us. Just a relationship that we were able to format with them on that end. I always wanted to work with Shopify at Artsy's end. Um, so when they reached out, I was like, yeah, this is like one of my goals to cross out. Mm. <laughs> and that was very huge for us. And I, I am so thankful for the guys over at Shopify and what they've done. And, allowing us to be ourselves and be the creators that we wanted to be to pick out who we wanted to put on part of that partnership and i really wanted to do like a mixture of things to let people know that even though you're not a t-shirt brand
1: no. that you're
0: still able to create a business because like Nayoko is not a t-shirt brand no. as a florist like you know she has a story And she also has a storefront at Canal Street Market doing what she needs to do. So her POS is Shopify. But just to tell that story and to show that what we do.
1: And this is not an ad.
0: And this is not an ad.
1: (laughs) We're all about this life. Yeah, yeah, I know. I totally agree because Nguyen Coffee Supply, good friends of mine over there, they've been sponsored by Shopify as well. And also they, you know, we pasted posters of my friend's brand all throughout the city. So yeah, they, they do care and they do care. It's yeah, like, yeah, the yeah. man doesn't really, it's not, we're big farmer. No, not big farmer, but like, you know, the man or like corporate companies. You yeah. Know, they want to still work with us somehow.
0: Yeah, of course. I
1: would totally take a Shopify bag. Of you
0: know. course. I mean, yeah. I mean, the thing about it is, it's like, I think once creatives understand, and well self-creatives understand that they actually run this, we will see a bigger change in how um, everything is being done. Mm-hmm. Because without self-creatives, there won't be no TikTok, there won't be no Instagram, there won't be no Shopify, there won't be no Squarespace. Mm-hmm. And like, because of us and who we are and the stories we have to tell and the things that we want to do, I mean, it goes hand in hand, we need them, they need us, but really and truly they need us more, you know, because like any tech genius could be like, okay, you know what, I'm gonna create a social media platform strictly for creatives that, you know, then creatives are gonna be like, well, we did love Instagram, but if we're able to kind of like, you know, make the right connections on your platform and do what we need to do and tell our stories, I'd rather go on that platform. So it's like at the end of the day, it's like once creatives figure out how important they are in that, and I think they are figuring it out, especially because of the pandemic and seeing how a lot of these big businesses and corporate America was really shit in their pants for like a couple of months, <laughs> you know, they, yeah. you know, and creatives were able to kind of still figure out their way through the pandemic, you know? A lot of other people have st- are still kind of like trying to figure that shit out. And they
1: probably are.
0: You know, so um, yeah, if creators were to figure that out, which again, I think they're figuring out, but if it was to be on a whole community level based of things, it's a lot more damage that could be done independently than like with other, with trying to get with big corporations and whatnot. I mean, even with artsy, like, I personally walk into bookstores and personally say to them, here is my publication, what I do. I would love for you to sell the stuff in your store. And, you know, I've not gotten a noise yet. Cross finger if I never get a no. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, to me, it was just kind of like cutting out the middleman of like, you know, distributor, because a distributor is going to also take out so much of a percentage from what, you know, what we could also utilize to print our magazines and to market our magazines and to like, you know, give to the right people and whatnot. Like, you know, we don't have to go through that process. Whereas I could just walk into a bookstore and be like, hey, this is me, this is what I'm doing. I'm independent and whatnot. And it's good to kind of like, you know, see how you can ride that wave until you, made a, you make a name for yourself. and. At that point, you might not even want the big corporations. No, they're good, you know. So it's important to think to think of things in that light. To be quite honest,
1: when you're yeah. not working on Artsy Magazine, what are you up to?
0: Bullshit. <laughs> Listen, I am like I am like the person where a lot of people would like know me personally and be like, "Oh my god, you are!" I don't take myself seriously one. I love dancing, I love partying, I love like, you know, I don't love partying, let me take that away. (laughs) I love going to places where I can be myself, enjoy a vibe, free myself from like, you know, the heaviness of like working constantly and like having to create constantly. very important for me to just take that break, whether it's like being around friends who I'm I'm able to just kind of like have a chill night with, cook dinner. I love hosting people and cooking dinners and stuff like that. So like that's always what I'm doing when I'm not doing artsy things or like other things that I do in my life. Um really just sitting, chilling, dating.
1: <laughs> Yo, let's go.
0: Definitely enjoyed I enjoyed dating. Now I'm off <laughs> the market. That's what it I am actually off the market, but
1: Yo I- So good
0: really understanding who you are and who you want around you that's very important because it's like i know what i want to be in life and I, I already see my future so it's like i want someone that's going to be with me that's capable of handling the things that i want to do and who i am and mm-hmm. i know, really just want to be able to do that so it's like dating it was cool and all but it's like finding the right person that's going to be able to kind of like understand the lifestyle as a creative and i think a lot of creatives out there could probably like agree with me on that it's really hard to find someone that's going to be like oh i'm going to date you because of you being a creative because like you know people get jealous because you have things to do or there are certain times where you just don't have the time for that person on that level no not at all you just Working, you know, you're not doing a nine to five, you're doing like a 24 hour type of job. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, to find the right person to do that with could be very hectic. And it's like a lonely world being a creative half of the time.
1: You can say that again. Sure. Well, hats off to you on all these things that you do. For some, many hats to SAR solutions. Me and Christian Swartz of Commercial Type are super stoked and honored to be in this, the next issue. Thank yeah. you for having us.
0: Yeah, it's going to be great. Is this is just so far, I always say this though. It's my favorite issue, but all my issues are my favorite issue. But this issue though, so far it's like coming out of the pandemic and creating this issue, it's really it has revived something in me of like, you know, being this content creator that I used to be. Um I mean, we released an issue in during the pandemic um with D Smoke and cover, but it was not the same as like, you know, how we do our issues right now and Mm. how we have been doing our issues. So it's like, this one to me is like so near and dear and important. The stories are amazing. Everyone is like, you know, really, I think this is gonna be a really good inspiring issue coming out of a pandemic. God knows if we're in it or out. I don't even know what we are right now. (laughs) But (laughs) being out there, it's being able to go into the world, I guess. Um, I think it's gonna be very inspiring for people who have probably been in a drought during the pandemic. A lot of people are, are, were able to kind of create businesses and do the things that they wanna do, but a lot of people were really in a drought, you know, wow. they were really like, you know, stuck. So um, this issue I think is gonna be really, really amazing. Just to like, you know, read these stories of what people are doing with their lives and their businesses, and like, yeah, I am very stoked and excited for this.
1: I can't wait. I honestly can't wait.
0: Same here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Shana, uh, yeah. If you were to get a chest tattoo, quote, what would it be?
0: A chest tattoo? Oh shit! Um, <laughs> shit! Uh, first of all, I always want a tat, but like, I am the I am a pussy, but. Um, <laughs> Chess at that. Uh, what would it be? Um, <laughs> what would it be? Um, probably something very, it could go, I could either be silly or I could just be something very like, you know, be yourself type of thing. Like, you know, probably a tat that I would say be yourself. Um, that one. or I might have a tat that says ever thine ever mine, ever ours.
1: Oh, so much better. Let's go. Oh my god. I was being nice, but now I'm really into that one 100%. It's
0: been my thing. So I watched Sex in the City, Sex in the City. Um there's this scene with Big and Carrie. I mean Big, Mr. Big and Carrie where they were laying in bed and she was reading um she was reading the greatest love letters whatever which is a fake book cuz I actually went to try to figure out a book which was really fake. Um, <laughs> but you Die know the the quote, ever thine, ever mine, ever ours, really stuck out to me and it's not fake, it's actually from Ludwig um, Beethoven. Mm-hmm. And um, which also kind of like, you know, opened my mind to the fact that, okay, this man was actually a really like, you know, he was Drake before Drake, to mm-hmm. be quite honest. <laughs> um, and that quote has ever stuck to me. I mean, honestly, it's on my, it's on my, um, my New Yorker planner. <laughs> ever thine ever...
1: <laughs> it's right there, it's, it's, right like, there.
0: It's, it's like that's how like you know that's how um, I really love this quote I think I might probably even say it at my vows when I get married wow. <laughs> but yeah Can't, it would be no that on back. my ever, thine, ever Yeah, that would... I might get that tat
1: <laughs> you'll be the first no one has tatted their quotes yet
0: yeah That'd be
1: fire. That'd be fire.
0: I'm I'm tattoo free, you know, like, but I've always wanted a tat. I just have been like a punk about it, to be quite honest. Do
1: it. But that would be Join us. (laughs) Plug your socials. Where can people find you?
0: So definitely Artsy Magazine. I normally do a lot of the posting on Artsy, so definitely there, business-wise. And then I have my personal... And I will share with y'all or whatever. Um greatest tastemaker Now, BDDE is very funny, <laughs> but I'm not gonna say what it is on here. <laughs> um, but that's my that's my um that's my socials right now.
1: She just put the Finsta on main the, the finsta main main is artsy yeah. mag.
0: Yeah, the main main is artsy mag for sure. If you wanna like connect um, and would love artists to tell your stories, for sure. I'm always open to like, you know, I read every DM and I try to see if I could help someone out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some people I'm just like, you know, uh, maybe not now, but maybe in the future type of vibe. Yeah, like, You gotta inspire people in any way you can, right? Like All the time. I don't want to just flat out be like, no, we're not featuring you or ignore them. Cause I've been ignored and I hate it.
1: That's the worst. Well, thank you, Sean Allen, for coming on Wear Many Hats. It was so great to have you.
0: Oh, thank you for having me. It was an honor. I, I am happy that I was able to do this. I think it's kind of like my first podcast that I'm doing.
1: Wow. So Look at that.
0: Look at that.
1: We're out here.
0: Yeah. It's great. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm very excited to see what this comes out to
1: me too. me too.
0: Yeah, it was fun. I appreciate you. I hope you have a great day and a great week, and um, keep doing what you're doing and being inspiring to others
1: like me. That's great. You too. Till next time. This is Wear Many Hats, presented by Dessar, and I'm Rashad. Peace. Peace.